is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. We have our first division champion crown, the Brandon Wheat Kings, taking the Subway Cup in Regina. We'll have more on that, including a chat with Wheat Kings forward Lyndon McCallum. He scored four goals in the division clinching win against Regina. WHL Player of the Week presented by Journey Rewards. A little bit later on, Canada's under-18 team is off to a strong start, powered by WHL talent. And we'll hear from a former Memorial Cup champion with the Kamloops Blazers, who is now back coaching in the WHL. UHL and reliving some memories. More with Keith McCambridge. First up, the Brandon Weed Kings are the first division champions of the 2021-22 season, accepting the Subway Cup in Regina. We would now like to ask the captain of the Brandon Weed Kings, Braden Schneider, to come forward and receive the Subway Cup. There's Braden Schneider on his own with the cup at center ice. We would now like to invite the entire Brandon Weeking organization to join their captain at center to celebrate their WHL East Division Championship. Congratulations! After 48 days and 84 games, the Subway Hub Center came to a successful conclusion following 1,930 tests for COVID-19 with a perfect track record of zero positive test results in the East Division. WHL's return-to-play model proved effective in providing a safe and healthy environment for players, staff, and officials. WHL wishes to extend its appreciation to the government of Saskatchewan and the Saskatchewan Health Authority for having confidence in the WHL and supporting the league in the process leading up to and throughout the duration of the season. As well as special thanks extended to the players and staff of the branded Weed Kings, Moose Jaw Warriors, Prince Albert Raiders, the host Regina Pats, Saskatoon Blades, Swift Current Broncos, and the Winnipeg Ice, as well as WHL officials for their diligence in complying with the protocols put in place to ensure the health and safety of all involved. Brandon would finish the season with a first-place record of 18-4-2, while Vegas Golden Knights prospect Peyton Krebs of the Winnipeg Ice led the East Division in scoring 43 points, including 13 goals and 30 assists in just 24 games. Lyndon McCallum, veteran forward for the Brandon Wheat Kings, the WHL Player of the Week presented by Journey Rewards, joins us on the line from the hub in Regina. Uh, Lyndon, we'll talk about all those personal accolades in a second, but you guys are, are 2021 East Division champions. That must sound pretty nice. Yeah, um, it uh, it feels awesome. I mean, uh, we kind of said it here uh, before we even got to the hub with our, our team Zoom calls that uh, – you know, our goal was to be the best team here, and, and we kept our focus uh, all 60 days there. And, yeah, so it, it obviously feels pretty uh, pretty good to have uh, accomplished our goal. And you close it out with a 5-1 victory over Regina, and you score four goals in that game on Sunday. So I'm sure you feel that you did your part at least to uh, clinch that X beside uh, Brandon's name. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, we wanted to we wanted to win that game, and we wanted to clinch, and... Uh, you know, Regina came out uh, ready to play. They uh, they fought hard, and you know we got a few power plays, and and we were able to capitalize. So yeah, it definitely felt pretty good. Lyndon, let's talk about life in the hub. It all comes to an end here uh, in the next couple of days, as we speak here, anyways. So uh, with that said, here, uh, what are your thoughts of if it coming to an end? You know, you guys have a title. This is your final season in the WHL. It's probably a lot of emotions here going on right now with you. Yeah. Um, it's it's been pretty crazy you know it's hard to put into words um just i mean you know with lots of junior hockey players 
not being able to play at all this year, uh, we were just ex- extremely grateful that the WHL was able to uh, organize a season for us. And then, you know, not only to come here and, and to win the division, but, you know, just to be able to spend so much time with all our teammates uh, in the dorms, uh, you know, uh, playing cards and, and just making memories. It, uh, it was something that I'll never forget. All right, let's go back to the first time you heard of this happening, that, uh, yes, Brandon would be moving into Regina, you would play in East Division Hub, Winnipeg would join, and let's think about your expectations of that going in, and now where you are here today with one game to play before wrapping up here. Did it meet what you thought it was going to be? Was it a lot different? Take me through that. I mean, I think that, you know, when we heard uh, heard that we were coming to Regina, everyone was super excited, you know, Uh, We didn't necessarily know exactly what to expect as far as, you know, how the living arrangements and everything were going to work out. But I think that, you know, we didn't really care. Uh, Just we were happy to play. And so we came in with with an open mind. And, you know, they honestly did a a fantastic job of organizing everything. Uh, Everything ran super smoothly. and, And I would say that uh, it definitely exceeded my expectations for sure. Well, that's great to hear, Lyndon, for sure. The uh, WHL Player of the Week presented by Journey Rewards. What about the off days? You know, game day is easy, right? You have a routine on a game day, but the off days often aren't sort of uh, scheduled. So uh, with that said, how did you guys keep busy on those off days inside the hub and inside the dorms? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, we'd normally uh, get to the rink and, you know, have a fast, high-energy practice and then, um, at the dorms, we, we did all kinds of stuff, lots of team stuff. If it was, you know, ping pong tournaments or stuff like that. And, you know, we played a lot of, a lot of cards and just watching movies together. And, you know, yeah, we definitely didn't have trouble keeping ourselves busy. You know, in these games, you know, when I think about the games with like teams like Winnipeg and, and Saskatoon, those three teams sort of separated themselves. There was some intensity. You know, you think back to that, you know, that game against Winnipeg where they took the lead in the third, you guys tied it up late, and then Braden Schneider won it in overtime. I mean, that, there was some genuine, you know, emotion in that game. Yeah, I mean, uh, it uh, it was pretty exciting. You know, everyone, uh, I think, came here and, and tried to put their best foot forward and and that's what you want you know the, the competition was there for sure and um yeah just having those emotional games just you know makes it that much more fun and and that much more memorable and yeah it was just really cool to be a part of it you have a chance for a 20 goal season which usually is is an okay year when you play 68 games but you can do that here uh with one more and have a, a great finish to your your shortened season here uh your numbers have been off the charts here Lyndon. is that just experience coming through or how did you get it done this year i mean i think you know the credit's got to go um you know to our team uh we have so many great players uh on our roster that you know you kind of get thrown out there with uh, guys and you're always going to be out there with skilled players and guys that are looking to make plays and I mean I think you know the goals and, and whatnot are just a byproduct of you know getting to play with so many other good players. You know as an older guy in this league and you wrap up uh, this season a lot has been made about the, the young stars coming in right like everybody has a 15 year old player or a, or a top 16 year old and, and Brandon really has is really well represented in all the age groups here but as an old guy here it's almost like you kind of put your, your flag in the ground to say hey don't forget about us too right like you guys there's still some talented uh, players talented overagers like yourself in this season. Yeah for sure I mean I think that you know, for myself and I'm sure for everyone else uh, going into your last year, you know, you uh, you want to make it count and, and you want to make it memorable. And I think that, 
you just kind of want to leave it all out there. And, and if you do that, then I think guys will be uh, happy with however, uh, however it turned out. Landon, let's talk about what's next for you. You're you're a Manitoba born and raised guy, Portage La Prairie, and and Brandon does such a good job of you know keeping Manitoba talent uh, there uh, in the province in Brandon here. So what what lies ahead here? It's going to be a bit of an off season, and then you know you'll have some options here for sure. I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, um, when I've been in the hub here, um, you know, I've just been trying to take it game by game, and um, you know, just focus on playing. And uh, when I get back back to Brandon here and, and have a little bit of off time. I'm, that's more when I'm going to, you know, be talking to my agents and kind of figuring out uh, what's, uh, what's going to be happening for next year. All right, Lyndon, well, you have yourself a memorable final game in the WHL. The journey comes to an end, and you can't really prepare a player for this. It just sort of hits you when, when it's all over there at the final buzzer. So uh, you, can, you, can wear your, your, uh, you can have your head up high, and you can go out strong with a, a division title and just a fantastic final season. Thanks for being our guest. For sure. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. From the drop of the puck to the Edge Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Western Hockey League is well represented at the IIHF World Under-18 Hockey Championship in Texas. Canada would open the tourney earlier this week with a convincing 12-1 win over Sweden. As Seattle Thunderbirds goaltender Thomas Millich made 28 saves for the victory. Kamloops Blazer forward Logan Stankoven picked up a goal and an assist. Edmonton Oil Kings forward Dylan Gunther contributed a pair of assists as well. Prince Albert Raider defenseman Nolan Allen scored in that game early in the second period. All Regina Pats phenom Connor Bedard and Seattle's Connor Roulette also picking up one assist each. Canada moved on to face a tougher test in their next game, defeating a motivated Latvian squad 4-2. to two. Stankoven again found the score sheet. He had a goal and an assist in a game he says they had to work for. The Latvians came out hard and, and they wanted it. Obviously it showed in the first period right off the right off the draw there. They uh, they wanted it more and they came out physical and um, you know we kinda had to answer the bell there. So um, you know, I think we battled hard as well, but uh, you know, I give them credit. They they battled hard and uh, you know they deserve to be in that game uh, uh, you know for the full sixty. Canada will continue pool play with Switzerland and Belarus while the playoff round begins Monday. This is the WHL This Week, presented by Bauer Hockey. Keith McCambridge, an associate coach this season with the Vancouver Giants, won a WHL title with the Swift Current Broncos in 1993. Two years later, he helped the Kamloops Blazers win the 1995 Memorial Cup on home ice. McCambridge is back in the Kamloops hub and reliving some memories. Yeah, definitely, John. It's uh, It's been a long time, uh, obviously 26 years uh, but just the, the memories driving in uh, from Vancouver, uh, coming into the downtown, and obviously the final ice year on the cake, having a chance to, uh, to see the arena and go back inside. The last time I was there, uh, we carried the Memorial Cup out of that building. So uh, lots of great memories. Wow, yeah, that that's a long time. Like you think at some point, you know, your hockey trails would take you back, but I know you've been in the pro game for for so many years. But it's almost a surprise to you know to see that you haven't been back since that '95 title. It is. It's, uh, you know, you, when you're fortunate enough uh, to win a championship, uh, you know, you do keep in touch with all the players. There's that close bond that you share. Uh, so I've been able to keep in touch with guys like Ryan Huska, Nolan Baumgartner, uh, Jason Strudwick, guys like that. So there has been that, uh, that, common, uh, that common ground where we won that championship. But unfortunately, no, for, uh, I have not had the, 
uh, been fortunate enough to come back to Kamloops here, but uh, but I've definitely been enjoying it in the short time I've been here, and um, and I'll continue to enjoy it for the next uh, month and a half. All right, let's go back to the junior days here. You, you've got the great experience in Swift Current. You know, you're 93 league champions. You, you played a, you know, even as a young guy, you still played in, what, 17 playoff games. And and then eventually, you know, when, when the, the Broncos were in a bit of a rebuild, uh, the Blazers came knocking as the Memorial Cup host. Let's go back to, you know, January of 95. Uh, what you were thinking, if you thought you were going to be on the move, uh, and if so, where? Let's go back to that time. What was going through your mind? Uh, at the time, we were exactly that. Swift Current was in that rebuild mode. So we had a lot of younger players with uh, a few older guys like myself uh, mixed in. Uh, we had a new head coach in Todd McClellan that came in there. And you could tell they were building towards the future. So um, I remember our general manager um, uh, called me in the, uh, in the office and said, we've, uh, we've traded you to Kamloops. Um, they're obviously hosting the Memorial Cup that year. So I was ecstatic. Um, you know, I had been drafted by Calgary, but not signed yet. Um, and was was excited to have a second opportunity to compete for Memorial Cup. Had the opportunity back in Swift Current, uh, my second year there. But uh, but to have two shots at it in your junior career was uh, was something that I was over the moon about. That '95 Blazer team is regarded as uh, maybe the best ever Blazer team, but it, it's difficult because they've had some great squads. You know, when you think back to the three Memorial Cups in four years here. So when you came into that room, what was it like? You were already a veteran, you were already established. Uh, you know, there was some tweets back and forth that you know the, the guys back then said that they were real lucky to to have you. So you came in as a known uh, as a known commodity here. So what was that like? Uh, the biggest thing was I, I just didn't want to, uh, they were such a strong team and had such a great leadership group and the expectation uh, to win championships was already in place. So I just wanted to fit in uh, and I know it's cliche, but help out where I could. I know one of the things with talking to Don Hay and Bob Brown was they needed a little bit of, of sandpaper in their lineup. So I felt um, if I could provide that and create a little bit of room for some of the offensive, uh, offensively minded players up front and the back end, uh, that was something that uh, that I could contribute and add to my role there. So uh, a great group of guys. Um, the 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 city itself, just the expectation of obviously when you move to your billets and you talk to them, they had a long history of uh, billeting Blazers, uh, being in and around Kamloops. Uh, the expectation and just overall with being in the uh, in the Western Hockey League for four years, then you knew Kamloops was a premier organization and you knew that. Uh, when it came playoff times, they were always in the mix to uh, to be in the finals or win it all. So uh, coming in uh, my last year, I just wanted to make sure I could contribute and not upset uh, exactly what they were already uh, going with. You went and, and played pro and, and coached pro. Like, you've been at it a long time, right? And uh, Barkley Parnetta, the general manager of your hockey team there, was uh, really speaking highly of you that, that they uh, got really lucky with you to come in for an associate coach role here with Michael Dick uh, this season. And he said the, the only reason that happened was COVID. So let's, let's talk about the, the connection of the dots there. Well, it, it's um, you know I finished with the uh, with the New York Rangers farm team in Hartford, um, and then it was just it was an odd uh, an odd year with COVID going going on obviously uh, in pro sports and just in real life. So there's you know lots of job losses, a lot of uh, you know the opportunities weren't there like they were before. So um, a new challenge, a new challenge uh, that I hadn't had a chance to uh, to dive right in with. In, in the American League, you're usually dealing with your 24, 25 year old men. But this for me is, is, is been real, it, it's been real uh, 
uh, adjustment with uh, with the excitement that it has when you meet with players, you see them on the ice. I have teenagers myself. I have an 18-year-old daughter and a 15-year-old son. So uh, you see a lot of that, what you see in your in your son and, and the the things that teenagers deal with uh, with your kids. So this has been really good for me. And I, uh, it's something that, uh, that when the opportunity came about, um, I thought, you know what, this is a great fit and a chance to work with really good people in a great organization as well. Well, Keith McCambridge, uh, great to catch up with you. And, and welcome back to Kamloops, a place where, you know, you, you win a 95 Memorial Cup title and that stands forever. And you're, you're always part of that group, of course. And, and there's a lot of camaraderie b- between, uh, that group. So, so welcome back to Kamloops. And, uh, we hope your, your bubble experience is great and that, uh, you know, we get through this COVID world that we're in and we can get things back to normal there for 21 22. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. Hey, that's the show. We continue to watch the three remaining divisions as they head down the stretch run in this shortened season. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.